We do what amuses us. So we'll just talk about ice fishing. Well, that's good. <laughs> I've, been, uh, I've been in quite a few of those situations. So. <laughs> Time for a Wednesday afternoon boop boop. Boop boop. Boop boop. Welcome to it. My name is T-Bone. I am one of three hosts, also included in that group, Stephen McGuire. Hi. And Brittany Zepshala. Hello, gentlemen. Today, we have the distinct honor of being joined by a very well-known country artist, singer. Let's just call you an icon. Because, Saskatchewan icon. Yeah. Archeral icon, for sure. Cody Prevo, Thanks, guys. Yeah. It's a pleasure to be here today. My first time on the show, but uh, an honor. And thank you. Thank you for asking me in. Did, did the country music thing go right back? Were you one of those little kids with a, a little badminton racket pretending to air band and sing in front of your family when you were three? No, I wasn't. I was. I grew up on a farm my whole life, so farm kid. And I never started playing music till I was 14 years old. I would watch my mom and my uncle. They both knew three chords on the acoustic guitar. And somehow with these three chords, they would strum out these songs and they'd be able to play 20 songs. Every family, I think, has that songbook. All I remember is looking at the rest of the family and seeing the joy that it brought to people. Even though they were just playing three chords, very simple, it just brought joy to so many. And right then and there, I thought, you know, I'm going to sneak upstairs next week and steal my mom's guitar and teach myself to play that. Wow. And so that's where it all began. So self-taught? Self-taught, yeah. So I just sat in my bedroom every day after school. And then finally we got dial-up internet on the farm. That was back in... <laughs> I, I hear the squealing right now. <laughs> yeah, right. I do too. <laughs> and I just remember looking up... You could type in... Uh, it was Yahoo at the time. Type in guitar chords and it would bring up all these charts and you could learn all these things. And that's where everything began and started learning tabs of uh, Creedence Clearwater and... Just and then I. Well, if you you were a fan of the three the three chord thing, Green Day must have been on your set list. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny you mention that because in Power Chording by Cody Prevo. Exactly in high school, like after I started playing the acoustic, I talked my mom and dad in to get me electric, and me and a couple of buddies started punk rock band, and Green Day was definitely on the on the list of songs we were doing. Tell me how you went from being a fourteen year old learning power chords on Yahoo to actually thinking, hey, maybe I can make a go of this. Well, there was a moment and the moment happened when a close uncle of mine passed away and we went to Calgary to attend his funeral. And the previous summer, I had my first summer job working on road construction. I saved up $1,100 from working on road construction. And unfortunately, my uncle passed away and he loved country music, loved playing acoustic guitar. And I just remember going to Calgary and thinking, on this trip, I'm gonna get a new electric guitar because then, you know what I mean, it's gonna make the rock band that much better, the punk rock band. We were called Blind Ham, and I got that name from... Blind Ham or Blind Ham? Ham, so I, I'm sewing class in that. Oh. In economics and in school. I, uh, you mean like stitch witchery or something yeah, exactly. weird? <laughs> so, it wasn't a very good idea from the start, but anyway, I was getting this new electric guitar, and I got to Calgary, and we went into the music store, Guitar Center Canada. And I just remember looking on the wall, all these electric guitars, just amazing. And my dad, he was with me and he said, well, son, why don't we go try out the acoustic guitars? He's a big country music fan. So I listened to him, went into the room, and I remember this tachymene on the wall, and it had a big sale sign on it, regular, like 2600 bucks, on for $1,100. Oh. And so I did one strum, and it was like, well, I guess this is the guitar I have to get. And so I ended up getting it, went home, learned Folsom Prison Blues by Johnny Cash, and been playing country music ever since. Go on, take it, go on, take it out on 
I went in and became an electronics technician, but through that year of college, ended up meeting a guy at a talent contest named Al LeBlanc, and we started working together writing songs, recording. At the same time, I was still finish, finishing college, the one-year program. And I just remember one day I said, Al, I want to do this. I want to pursue music. Like, can you start booking me some shows? He said, Cody, learn 30 songs. You need a set, buddy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cart before the horse, my friend. Well, exactly. <laughs> so he said, I'll give you a month, learn those 30 songs, and I'll start working on some shows. It was one week later. He says, I got you two shows this weekend. I said, holy. Like, I, I only know five songs. I'm going to have to go to Sicily. So first thing I did, came to Sastoon, bought a music stand. And a little PA system went back and played these first gigs. And I tell you, you know what I mean? There's no better way to get into something than just being forced into it and jumping in both feet first. And when I played these shows, I was booked every weekend after this. And it just continued on and on and on. Nobody nobody would say no because it was 100 bucks. At that time, 100 bucks was like, oh, I'm getting paid to play music. Like, this is pretty amazing. Now, when it comes to play an acoustic gig today, like it's, I'm right at home. Like that's where I started. You've been through every scenario. You know, you've had stuff thrown on stage. You've had people on stage. You've had people hitting your mic stand into your face. Like you've seen it all. So like nothing phases you at this point. And it's just, it's a great place to be in. What uh, have you had thrown at you while on. playing? So we were in Lloyd Minster, like this was three years ago, I think, and we were playing this cabaret along with Doc Walker. And all of a sudden, you know, mid-song, this bra comes flying on stage. <laughs> so the one guy picks it up, but it is duct taped up and like stained and like oh, the dirtiest no. bra you've ever seen. And oh, it was the funniest. Because Lloyd Minster. In the, in the green room right after this, we talk about. There's no Lysenza in Lloyd Minster. Cut them a break. Well, hey, I don't know where it came from. <laughs> We wait all our lives for a moment like that, and when it finally happens, you don't even know what to do because it's just not what you expected. <laughs> so you go from Lloyd Minster, you go from experiences like that, people throwing stuff on stage, and you land today to your fifth studio album. Yeah, what a been, crazy journey, eh? Cody Prevo Radio. Radio. So it's going to be released February 17th. And I tell you, you know what I mean? You just look back on those times and you, there's so much you learn along this journey about what you should have done and what you should be doing now. And, you know, there's nothing that can uh, prepare you. You know what I mean? It's just you have to go through those things. You know, they say, like, you got to pay your dues. And I, I really believe that after playing all those events and doing... People will sometimes come up to me after shows and they're like, oh, we can't believe how you can manage a crowd and handle people, of, uh, even though they're like, you know what I mean, they've had too much to drink and they're doing all these weird things. And I was like, oh, don't, I'm from Archwell. <laughs> my mom owns a small town bar. And I, you know what I mean? This is home for me. Like I'm right at yeah, home here. So yeah. it's, uh, yeah, there's this, but it is incredible, you know, to know this is the fifth album. You're a young guy, You five albums? When, how old were you when your first album came out? First album was in, it came out in 2005. So wow. that's a good question. I might've been 18 years old at the time, but uh, I traveled to Nashville to do it. They told me it was gonna cost $20,000 to record an album, which not, you know what I mean? That sounds pretty cheap right now for recording and yeah. stuff. But 
back then it was like, oh man, where am I going to find $20,000? Yeah. And so I basically put together a business plan, went into the credit union and man, it was no good. Like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> they said, you want well, us to give you money for what again? They yeah. said, what do you got for assets? And I was like, well, I got a 1994 GMC pickup truck, regular cab. <laughs> and that $1,100 guitar. <laughs> regular <laughs> cab. <laughs> You should really see it when I put it in four low. Boy, that baby can pull. <laughs> so, yeah, just the, you know what? I went into a few banks like that and just was having no luck. And that's when I found a group called Community Features. And they basically fund rural businesses in rural Canada to mm. keep uh, rural Canada alive and, and thriving. And so I went in there and uh, showed them this plan. And there's a gal named there, Cindy. And she said, you know what, Cody? You're 18 years old and you've put together a five-year business plan with all your goals. We want to invite you back in a week. We can't say yes because this is a very risky investment. And I was like, well, that's better than a no. She said, we're having a board meeting and we can make a decision on this if we're going to invest in it or not. So a week later, I showed up and she said, make sure to bring your guitar. So there I was with my guitar. And I thought, you know, either they want free entertainment at their board meeting (laughs) or they're actually giving me a shot here. This one's called The Road Ahead. And I went in and I had a a printout of the five-year business plan for everybody in the room. There's probably 20 people. And boy, you know, I just sat down and played the title track to that first album called The Road Ahead and showed them the plan. And I remember seeing the guy in the back of the room, he only had two teeth. And I just thought to myself, (laughs) boy, this guy's deciding my future here today. (laughs) (laughs) And so, but you know what? They said again after that meeting, oh, sorry, Cody, we can't make a decision today, but we're gonna talk this over and we'll let you know. So I was like, well, there, you know what I mean? Did a free gig, big deal, you know? Yeah. See, and I went home to the farm, and it was a week later, the phone rang, and it was Cindy, and she said, Cody, we're going to approve you for this small business loan and wow. enable you to travel to Nashville. Wow. You have achieved so many things, you know, the five albums, but... You've opened for Florida Georgia Line, the Oak Ridge Boys, you've toured extensively all over the world. Did you ever think any of that was possible back then? It was on my plan. You know, it was on this piece of paper and I wrote these goals down. And at the time they seemed so crazy because I was playing at Ridgedale Hotel and not that those places are, you know, there's nothing wrong with them, but they're, you know what I mean? I was playing small town clubs for a hundred bucks a night. Mm -hmm. So to set these goals of shooting music videos and being on tour with bigger bands and touring around the world, it was just like surreal on this paper. And lo and behold, the phone started ringing for people to book the shows. And we took this, uh, the Road Ahead campaign tour all over Western Canada. And it was just like incredible. You know, it was just a, a moment. I remember in that room in Calgary, there's those moments like right now where your hairs on your arms stand up. And it's just those times when you're like, oh, you know, there's, there's a higher power here and it's pretty amazing. So I remember uh, back, well, it it wouldn't have been the last time we hosted the CCMAs in Saskatoon, but with the time before that, that seemed to be really your break right? uh, on the national scene. You know, I mean, this is the CCMA where Taylor Swift walked the green carpet and uh, you showed up in a tractor. (laughs) 
amazing. <laughs> Best entrance ever. To be nominated for those things was just out of this world. I couldn't have believed it. I did have it on that plan too, though. But it took a little more than five years, but which it still got reached, you know, to be nominated. And then as an independent artist, like I remember sitting in amongst that crowd and just thinking, you know, I'm an independent artist here. And all these other people are surrounded by teams of 10, 20 people. And here it was me and Al sitting beside each other and my wife, Ashley. And it's just like, man, this is crazy to be here, to be nominated and to be sitting here. And it just, it's a moment that you'll never forget. I, I, that's for sure. So when you're touring, is there anything that you do when you're on tour to kind of entertain yourself, some kind of other interest that you have that you and the band or something that you're doing apart from the music? Oh, for sure. You know, I always look for a fishing hole, like if I can find a place. <laughs> That's always because it's. Oh a, I was gonna say that it's so fun because there's always new lakes along yeah. the trail, you oh. know. So I always try to pack a fishing rod because you never know. And in the summer, I know. What the heck do you do with the fish, Cody? Well, You're in a hotel. Catch and release. Uh. Like, yeah. You know. Also, like when we're traveling in the summer, I like to throw in the barbecue in the in the touring trailer there. True Saskatchewan boy, barbecuing, fishing. <laughs> Nice. So you now got uh, some little ones Yes. in tow. Are you taking them on the road with you? Do they come to gigs? I haven't yet. They've come to some shows. Uh, not Everly. She's, you know, eight months old now, but she hasn't been to many gigs yet. But Lyric has, That's she's three now, so she's been coming to gigs. And she's getting more and more into singing and dancing. So it's been pretty cool seeing her sing and dance and dress up. Like uh, she dressed up in a wedding dress yesterday, which uh, kind of shocked me. <laughs> <laughs> and then she said, Dad, are you coming to my wedding? And I said, who are you marrying? And she said, Mom. And I was like, okay. I guess, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, guess I could go to that one. Yeah, yeah that's great. The thing that what I, I would be excited about is, you know, knowing what I've learned from my journey and being able to help them as soon as they start with their journey, you know what I mean? And, and doing the right things, guiding them through that process of getting started. So they could potentially be your opening act one day. Or it could be the vice versa. Other way around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hit that switch, get a little buzz, what you think? Let's just shut it down and have us a drink. I've been racing all week. So Radio Cody Prevo, you gotta listen to this, man. I'm telling you, it's, it's beautifully done. It's beautifully packaged. You've got some monster musicians on there. And your track record as a live musician just speaks for itself. And how do people find you? CodyPrevo.com. Instagram, YouTube, Facebook. You know, there's a, we're building right now a new fan club that's going to be coming up in the next uh, probably two months. So I'm, I'm very excited about that. I've always wanted, you know what I mean? I've been very fortunate to have just some loyal, loyal followers and supporters. And I just really want to build a place where we can kind of call it home and you know there'll be chats in there there'll be live acoustic performances and there'll be a lot of exclusive well everything exclusive to to all my biggest supporters right in this this brand new fan club so i just want to bring up something that may make you guys a little uncomfortable um <laughs> i'm looking at this new album right now and i'm i'm looking at the headshots and, and cody i know i've known you for a long time so i feel comfortable asking about these sexy pictures. Right. Is it hard to be a genuine nice guy, good old boy from Archerwill, but at the same time, heartthrob on the album cover, you've got tons of fans. I mean, are those things hard to reconcile? Well, I've never been asked that before. Yep. <laughs> do you do you like being sexy, Cody? Well you know you know what? <laughs> 
photo shoots have never been one of my favorite things. You know, I, I enjoy taking like, you know, if you're fishing or if you're doing fun stuff or, but photo shoots to me have always been like, oh, you know, we're gonna, we gotta pick a wardrobe and you know what I mean? For, for a moment, it is kind of interesting, but that, you know what I mean? As a guy, like, I don't know if- He's I, blushing, people at home. Who dresses you for your shows? Flash for my shows? Yeah. Well, I usually dress myself for my shows. One people, leg at a time, <laughs> Yeah, 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 back it up, back Okay, who it up. dresses you for the album cover? So there's uh, Megan Kardash is her name. Mm -hmm. So you guys have probably heard of Megan. Sure, yeah. fashionista in town. Yeah, she's great, and she works a lot with uh, a guy who plays drums for me and also does the creative work, Hell Shrank. Mm -hmm. So they work together, so it's uh, it's so much fun actually working with those guys. And they they always say, like, Cody, this is going to look great. And I'm always like, uh, sure. I think when you're surrounded by a good team, you just have to trust that it's going to work out well. And uh, yeah, like I said, it's I'm just blessed to have be able to play music and share it with people and have it heard around the world and, and to have a great team. Where can people see you live next? They can see me live. I'm going to be playing all the tour dates are posted on the website, but we're definitely working on that fall tour to promote this new album. So it's uh, it's exciting. Great. Thanks for joining us. This is uh, this has been a, a learning experience, but a lot of fun. You're a great person and uh, uh, somebody we know, but now somebody we know even more. So thank you for taking the time to be on the Boop Boop. Hey, thanks, guys. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you for joining us on the Boop Boop. More information on our Facebook page, just do a search for Boop Boop. Contact us via email, yxeboopboop at gmail.com. Subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, TuneIn, and Google Play. Just search Boop Boop. Podcast produced at Sound Lounge by T-Bone. Website, thesoundlounge.ca. You get together to write a song, and by the end, you got this song that was never there. That's it's, right. It's like, what? Yeah. You know, where did it come yeah. from? Yeah. <laughs> I'm amazing. <laughs> <No>. <laughs>